Mark Santiago here, and welcome to the Empowered AF Podcast, where each episode we share powerful strategies to help you communicate, act, and lead like an empowered man. Thanks for joining me. Awesome. We are live, and I am so excited to talk with you guys today about one of my favorite, favorite, favorite topics, and that is the idea of leadership. Now, those of you who are struggling in marriage or you are in facing separation or divorce, uh, you're probably going, well, leadership, what does that have to do with marriage? I think it has everything to fucking do with marriage. Why? Because as the leader of your house, what you deal with and what you allow and what you promote internally, externally becomes the very uh, foundation of your marriage. And so if your marriage is falling down, your marriage is breaking down, we have to look at your leadership. And so I'm excited today because I have, I'm going to brag, I always say this probably about all my clients, but I'm going to say one of my favorite clients, uh, Andrew Lorion with me. Uh, Andrew went through our VIP program, finished uh, several months ago, and is now in the Thrive program, um, working really closely with me on his own leadership, on his own uh, marriage, on his own fatherhood, all of those areas as we start to thrive once we get past the original uh, part of where we're at. So Andrew, thank you for joining me. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, man. I can't wait to get back. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Um, I know when we were at the retreat, you got to lead a group and uh, we started talking about what that would be for you because I think that's part of your journey is it's starting to release your leadership in other areas. Like you've been successful in business. Um, you own what, two, three companies. Tell us a little bit about that real quick. So we so just kind of have some background on you. Sure. So I own a national franchise called College Honks Hauling Junk and Moving. Uh, we own three territories in the basically Philly area, central Pennsylvania kind of mix there. Um, on top of that, I own a real estate company with a couple buildings, um, just as investments for me and some other small stuff. And then um, I'm a coach and a strength coach that I've been dabbling on the side, but thanks to this program, I have noticed that that is what I want to do and why I've bought into the college hunks way, which I can get into more later, um, is purely on coaching. And yeah. that's, I mean, so the other thing is I'm the associate director for player development for USA Hockey in uh, the Atlantic District. So New Jersey, Delaware, and Pennsylvania. Yeah. So you basically, to me, well, I'm, I'm not interviewing somebody I don't know. I'm interviewing somebody I know. I'm going to say is this is not a guy who's sitting around playing video games all day after he comes home from his nine to five. This is a guy who gets shit done. Now you do smoke your cigars. You do take that time because it's part, we talk about that all the time is like, you got to have me time, but you're not just like wasting your life away. Um, your, your marriage isn't still where you want it to be but you're not just sitting around complaining about it. You're doing shit about it. So let's start there real quick with just, just a, a primer of leadership within a marriage context and some of the changes you've made there. And then we'll start talking about the structure, you know, like why we need a morning formula and, and some of those things. So tell me a little bit about what the leadership changes you've had to make in your marriages first. So one of the big ones um, for me um, in leadership was I was under the assumption, happy wife, happy life. Um, just, I think, because, you know, I saw with my mom, I saw with others that if you cater in, they're just going to be happy. Well, as I did that, I realized I was getting further away from who I was 
which was creating this person that my wife didn't want to be with. Mm. And I don't fault her for that in any way um, because I've recognized that. And as I'm taking that leadership back in who I am, what I want to do, I want to coach, I want to do these things for me and for our family is I'm seeing there's now just a structure of alpha alpha in my household rather than, Hey, alpha telling me what to do and then me losing myself. Mm. Um, so you felt like she was the one who was kind of wearing the pants, even though like at work and business, you're, you're, you're the guy and, and you're, you know, kind of pit bull and like we get shit done. But when you came home, there was like this lack of leadership. There was this vacuum of leadership. What do you think caused that? What, what, what was the missing link for you? The missing link for me was honestly that happy wife, happy life. Just okay. cater in, do what she wants. She's going to get it. But as I did that, I became unemotional because I was mostly like, ah, whatever, it happens. Okay. Kind of just there. That again, it just became, I was a shell of myself. Um, and it was only because that I thought I was doing what would make her happy because I was a p- pure people pleaser for the longest time. Mm. Um, because that's what I thought was needed. So people pleaser in like just at home or people pleaser in all areas of life. So it started at home and then it started leaking into the business, started leaking into my coaching world. It started leaking everywhere. So, so what you're telling me is that this, uh, this idea, let me back this up. You're a married guy, successful in business, crushing it, come home every day, happy wife, happy life. That idea then becomes a core concept, a belief that you start living out, not just in your marriage, but also then in your business. Correct. So then you start having issues in your business. You start having issues with your kids. You start having issues everywhere because of this belief, happy wife, happy life, that you lose yourself. Mm-hmm. So what do you do with that? To be honest, it was a tough way. You talk to Mark a lot and he beats you up a lot. No, but um, in all honesty, I think there was a turning point for me actually even before I met you, Mark, um, was my director of operations stole money from me. Hmm. And I started looking at, wait, why is this, why, why'd that happen? Yeah. Why did he feel that it was okay to do that? Why, why did I make that okay for him to do that? is essentially what I looked at. Um, Why was, and then I looked and every time he had a contract negotiation, I just kind of caved. And Mm. I was like, I put my company into financial, not hardship because I'm smarter than that, but it could have been so much better. And as I started looking at that is when I started searching for a program like this. And then on top of that, the wife stuff also helped. Um, But that's what I needed was kind of that, Hey, it's okay to be yourself. Um, it's okay. And then now that I'm back, it's been awesome. It's been real awesome. So now that you're like walking in this, like, what do you think was one of the bigger changes you made that led you to this place of going, okay, I can't do the happy wife, happy life. I've got to be a leader. Like what, what did that look like? Can you give us some definition around it? I'll try. (laughs) Um, But in all honesty, what I think it was, was the fact that me as a happy person in my own way, while leading, while being empathetic, while listening, 
perspective has become my biggest thing. I do a lot of research on perspective. You know, I've had great books that you've given me that, you know, coincide with the program that that has opened me up to, Hey, just because somebody has a different perspective than you and a different one doesn't mean you need to cater to theirs. Mm. And I think that's, that's been the huge. biggest change. Yeah. Because what you're talking about is boundaries. Yep. Exactly. Like, because, and we preach, we preach external boundaries all the time of like, what's okay, what's not okay. But I think a lot of times, you know, especially guys in crisis, right? They need those external boundaries to like separate what the fuck is happening, especially if you're experiencing an affair or some crazy shit that we encounter a lot. But when you're not, and, and, or, or just even in the midst of that, not only do you need external boundaries, but you need internal boundaries. So it sounds like you started to develop this core set of internal boundaries. Can you talk about that? Yeah. So obviously, you know, I was having a tough time with my external boundaries um, when we were going through the VIP program, right? I, I think you and I went back, I think three or four times on that, but it was because I let my internal boundaries go. Um, I'm a big believer in extreme health, um, working out at least four times a week, eating certain things. And I let that go for happiness of others, along with I know what to do financially from a business. I know what needs to get done, but I let my internal self let go because I let everybody else's ideas come in. And mm. so, you know, back in the day, I would get called cocky and some of these other things when in all honesty, it wasn't cocky. It's just, I know what I know. And now I just got to make sure that I communicate it outwards within my own internal boundaries. Okay. And that's, that's something that I've learned extremely here in the office. Um, and with my coaching in all honesty is that as you create the things that are not okay to hurt you, people will come around and take that in. So it's kind actually, of like the mantra we talk about where what you tolerate is what you promote. Correct. And so essentially you came back to this place of saying, Hey, this isn't okay anymore. And I can't internally, it's not okay for me to do this. I have to live a certain way. I have to act a certain way. I have to eat certain foods. I have to work out a certain time. Can you give me a specific example, whether it's the workout example or, or something, just so we can really identify what those internal boundaries are. Cause I think most guys, they, if they understand boundaries, they look at it from the outside. Like, don't do this to hurt me. You can't cheat on me. You can't be in the same bedroom with me. If you're cheating on me, things like that are easy to identify. But men are not really articulate when it comes to our feelings. Like we really struggle with understanding what we feel because the second we start feeling, we feel like little boys. So, you know, and, and, and you and I have walked through some of those emotions and some of those feelings. Can you give an example of an internal boundary and, and how you set it for yourself? Yeah. So mine is my, my schedule. Um, I own my schedule. I don't let anybody own my schedule. Um, and the way I do that is I get up extremely early. Mark knows this. I love boxering him at 4.15 my time, which is 2 a.m. or even 1 a.m. his time. Um, because I get my workouts in before anybody else is up. I, I, I'm up. I get my pre-workout, drink in. I have a little bit of me time for 20 minutes, and then I'm in the gym for an hour. And that's me time. Now, my kids are waking up early, and they're coming out with me, but that's cool. That's fine because I'm still working out. I'm still getting my brain time. My kids just get to see me have that. But that's me time. You're not taking that away from me ever. So what you're saying is you created an internal boundary for you, which was I've got to be up at 4.15 to work out 
and to get this shit done so that the rest of my day becomes better. Right. Exactly. Like, I mean, does, does everybody need to do that? Like, 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 how did you even come up with that? It was that just something that you felt like because you had done it in the past, like, help me understand that. So to be honest, I looked at my day. I looked at my day and where I was getting lost. So if I was working out at 9am, 10am, was I getting the best workout? Um, was I getting actual full time to release my thoughts elsewhere that I could open my brain and only work out and think about me? Um, and I just came up with the, you know what, if I wake up at four 15, most of the world's asleep. Yeah. I can get me time. I can get that time. That's for me. And I will never take that away from myself ever again. Um, even when we were down in Atlanta at the retreat, I was up at four 15. I was just reading. I wasn't working out because we were there and I did my workouts prior, but I was reading, I was doing me time. I was, I wasn't thinking about other people. It was only for me, yeah. the internal person. Dude, that feels like, I think to most guys that feels either selfish or, you know, some of them go, well, my wife already says I'm selfish or she already says I spend me time. But I think in, in other ways, other guys feel like guilty. Yeah. Like, and I think most men would probably feel guilty if they're spending time on themselves because as men, we're like wired to provide, we're wired to protect, we're wired to like do all this other shit for other people as opposed to doing stuff for us. And it feels weird. Like I'm going to go do something for myself. Like yeah. how, how, does, how does that sit with you? It's a hundred percent it. But I think the reason why originally I came up with the early morning thing was my kids were asleep. My wife was asleep. Everybody's asleep. So I'm not hurting anybody else by taking that time. Yeah. So it was actually kind of avoiding that external boundary by taking an internal boundary. Yeah. Yeah. So then comes in, like you said, cigars. I then put an internal boundary that three days a week at night, I'm either going to hang out with my boys or I'm going to hang out by myself, smoking a cigar for an hour, maybe have a drink, maybe not. But just again, getting that me time that the way that it comes out is that that's where I gain my perspective. That's where I gain my reflection in those times because I'm not focused on work. I'm not focused on the family. I'm not focused on those things. I'm focused on okay, here's some events that have happened. Let me look back at it. Let me see what I was feeling. Let me feel that a little bit more. And to be honest, I've had a tough, tough week this week. I've cried three times mm. in the past week. And it's been a long time since I've cried that many times. One was at my friend's wedding. One was because my daughter, after an argument with my wife, was hitting me. And that, that hurt. And why did that happen? So I had a conversation with her. And the other one was I had a player that ended up um, – find out he's paralyzed from a hit mm. on Sunday. And this is a player that's only 17 years old and so much in front of him. And I remember the, you know, it hurts me because I want to give to other people. Yeah. And, but at the same time, like I haven't been able to cry like that in a long time. And it's been, a, it's been refreshing to be honest. Yeah. Oh, dude, tears are, are, are amazing. Tears wipe away pain. Tears are, beautiful. Uh, I'm so glad God gifted us with tears. Uh, it's an amazing way to deal with striving. Yeah. It's an amazing way to deal with this pain. You know, what's interesting as you're talking, and I think more guys need to see this. If you listen to your story, here's a guy who, you know, has been successful, but was kind of just like, I would say almost in a hamster wheel and kind of just doing life 
and suddenly marriage starts going to shit and you're like, fuck, what, what happened? What, what is going on? And it pulls you out of that hamster wheel. And so suddenly you're now in this place of, I, I've been neglecting me. I, I haven't been enjoying life. Yep. And, and here you are too, you know, where we've been working together for a while now, um, and, and going, you know, getting closer to a year. And it's like, you, number one, you know, this is you can't escape you. So you started working on you. And then number two, you started saying, okay, I can't escape me. And I may not even be able, I, I may not even be able to fix my marriage. And, and I'm working on me, I'm doing that, but I'm enjoying life. Yep. Like, like you are tapping into life at its highest source. You know, whether you're a religious person or not, doesn't matter. The, the fact is, is that we, we all know there's, there's something more out there. There's something in this realm of spirit, whatever, and emotions and all these things. And, and you're going, I'm going to experience all of it for me. Like whatever it looks like for Andrew is for Andrew. And I, I, and I say the same for me. Like for Mark, when I wake up every day, I'm going to experience the fullness of life for me. And that's what I hear in your story, which is exciting because it means that we didn't just like, we didn't fix your marriage. We didn't fix you. We said, let's wake your ass up. Knock, knock, knock. Wake your ass up. Yeah. And you're now living that. And now you're at a place where you're like, Hey, I want to give back. I want to start helping other guys come into that same realization. Like we, we have this joke inside of our team and that is that there's all these gurus out there. There's all these, these, these like, uh, you know, the Tony Robbins, the wake up warriors, the man on fires, like the bulletproof, like all these guys who like have their shit together, but they're like these gurus. And I say, you know what? We're going to be the imperfect guru. We're going to be the imperfect ones who go, we don't have all of the things. We don't have the secret success to life. What we have is life. What we have is we're going to enjoy life and we're going to help you enjoy life. So when you connect with our team, when you connect with our organization and what we do, our goal is to wake your ass up and to go, where are you lying to yourself? And it sounds like you've come to that place. So let's get a little bit more practical because I think you've talked about some things here that are super important. You know, you talked about creating internal boundaries. You talked about um, sort of your own morning structure and, and really about I would say this, you know, external, internal leadership stuff. Can you give us some, some practical things around changes that guys should be making in their daily routine and what effect that would have on their marriage, their business, et cetera? Honestly, I schedule out every hour, to be honest. My every hour is scheduled out. Um, and even my playtime, my kids' time, it's scheduled out. And you do have to be a little bit flexible, but the the way my schedule looks is it starts at 4 15 every day but it ends at 9 p.m every single day hmm. nothing happens after nine o'clock good let me just put it out there <laughs> nothing after 9 p.m good happens but my work day ends at 4 30. if you try to call me you try to do these things unless it's in an absolute emergency not happening yeah and that's just setting the boundaries. So as soon as you can start doing those small boundaries of me time or telling your employees they can't call at this time, telling your business partners they can't call at that time, or don't expect me to answer, it goes through the roof. Yeah. And that's the key is setting that external boundary for your internal self. Hmm. So 
it sounds like for you, the key has been having a structured day that results in productivity that results in freedom, mm. right? It's, it's kind of the train tracks mentality of a train can't go anywhere without tracks. Right. And you have to have those boundaries, which are the tracks in order for it to go somewhere. Yep. So what you found was creating the right size track for that train is going to help you get to where you want to go much quicker. So I call it the bowling alley, right? You got gutters. Don't go outside the gutters. Never go outside the gutters because outside the gutters is where the ball goes away. If you yeah. stay within the boundaries that you created for yourself or why I love franchising, they create the gutters and I kind of bounce in between and figure out my own. It's that mentality, but just for yourself. Yeah. And that's the biggest change. It's not a change. I've always had it, but I've never been this on it. And that's the difference. Yeah. It sounds like you, you got dialed in and, yeah. and said, I want to level up in all these areas. I think that's exciting to me because I also was never a guy. I never had boundaries. You know, in my marriage, my, my first marriage, my, I had no boundaries. Um, I didn't know my ass from left to right. I didn't know what was going on. She was kicking my ass all over the place. She dictated everything. Um, I was a yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Uh, kind of guy. And it literally took for me, it took me saying no more. And once I started putting the boundaries up, the marriage went to shit and thus I filed for divorce. And so it's interesting because a lot of guys are so afraid of all of those things. They're afraid of consequence. I don't, I don't know if you've thought about that. Like, like we're so afraid of if I do this, yep. then the, the outcome will not be in my favor. And, and, you know, and you and I are talking about this in your own stuff and it's like, you're facing some outcomes, but it's like, as a leader, because of the internal leadership, the external leadership becomes amazing. Yep. yep. You want to speak to that a little bit? Yeah. I mean, it's a hundred percent. I mean, I think my big wake up call, as I said, was my 12 hour drive to Atlanta. Um, I set the boundary that I was good to go. Number one, which was huge. Cause she didn't uh, want you to go. Yeah. <laughs> and number two was Mark's favorite thing. And I, I put this almost on every week's worksheet now is the don't give a fuck muscle. Um, it's there and you just have to own into it. Like the way you act and the way that you know what you want, if somebody reacts to that in a negative way, it has no effect on who you are. Yep. And that's the mentality that I had to get to is, yeah, I mean, I would say I was going somewhere. Well, why are you doing that? Why are you doing this? The reason I was crying at the wedding was she wanted me to wear a mask. The bride and groom, my office manager asked me to be in her wedding. Like who asked their boss to be in their wedding, not at the wedding, in the wedding. Mm -hmm. And then she couldn't even get past her. So Danielle couldn't, my wife couldn't get past her fears for somebody else's pleasure. Mm. And that opened my eyes to, is she ever going to be able to for me? In all honesty, but doesn't matter. And that's where I'm at is the internal self knows I'm going to work on me. And I see Mark and my relationship going a long, 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 long time. This is not a, this is not a six week, then nine month, then this, this is going to be years and years and years because you can't stop working on yourself. And, but the thing that really got to me was just because I am who I am doesn't mean somebody can yell at me or put their thoughts and the way they want me to think onto me. Yeah. And that's where I've set up my boundaries and it's opened myself up elsewhere. Yeah. My family, you know, my mom, my sister, I've had conversations, great conversations with them around it now. 
and it comes out so different. It's appreciative. Yeah. So that's the big thing is knowing yourself. Yeah. And what's interesting is that by doing all of that, you create confidence. Mm. I, I think so many guys who are listening to this podcast or watching the videos, like they just crave confidence. And would you agree with me that confidence comes as a result of action, not inaction? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like your confidence in the weight room, where does it come from? Me. Yeah. Everything comes from you, me. Yeah. yeah. And that's what the hardest part was, is I was looking externally for that gratification, that appreciation. Now, I, I, obviously, I still would love it. Yeah, it's a need. It's a healthy it need, and there's nothing wrong with that. But at the same time, you know, our mantra that, you know, we started this week has been great for me. It's one of the things that I'm putting together is kind of a, a six week plan for an internal leader. And one of them is how do you show yourself the AAA affection, affirmation and appreciation to yourself? Yeah. Because as soon as I started doing that, yeah, we're all changed. You know, what's crazy dude is like, I, I, what you're describing is what I, what I want every man to aspire to, which is where they get to this place where they can love their wife. They can choose to love her, but they can also choose to put a boundary up that says, Hey, it's not okay for things to be this way. I'm going to love you from afar. And until you decide to make your own changes, this is where I'm going to be. And at some point, if you decide to fall for divorce or separate or whatever, it'll be on your terms. It, I, the, the thing about it is that leaders are proactive, followers are reactive. Yep. Leaders are proactive, followers are reactive. And what I see in the group, what I see in, you know, in the guys in the podcast or the guys that I get on sales calls with is, is that they literally are reacting to everything that's happening. And the only way to stop reacting is to lean in and become a fucking leader. And, and what you're describing, Andrew, is to become a leader comes from a place of such confidence and such boldness to dare to say, I have value. I have value. And those values equal boundaries. And those boundaries equals a new way of living. And you found that. You tapped into that and said, I'm going to become that. And I'm going to – I remember when you said, I just got to stop giving a fuck. And I was like, yes, that's <laughs> fucking it. And it's not that we don't give a fuck about the woman. It's that we don't give a fuck on the outside external pressure. Because if you're going to be a leader and a leader that leads well and leads his family, his children, his job, all those things, because every fucking man is a leader. Every man is a leader. Whether he chooses to be or not, that is the question. So as you're watching, listening, and going through this with us, you got to ask yourself, do I actually want to be a leader? Because if you don't, guess what? Look around and see what the fuck is happening. It's because you're not acting like a leader. It's because you're not. So, dude, we, we're going to wrap this up. What are, so, do you have any final thoughts you want to share with the guys? Uh, encourage anybody or, or just tell them, hey, this is what you should do? Honestly, the thing that you need to do is do some research. But it's all about you. At the end of the day, it's all about you. What actions you're going to take? Are you going to sit there and blame? Or are you going to take leadership within yourself so that you become the external leader and become what you want to be? And guess what? A woman's going to love you. Your family's going to love you. And that's the biggest place to be is I'm going to lead me. I'm going to lead my family. 
and I'm going to have followers and a partner at the end of the day. Mm. Love it. So good, man. Such good word. Well, guys, thank you for watching, listening today. Um, you'll be seeing Andrew hopefully a little bit more around. We've got some leadership stuff we're working on within the VIP program as well as Thrive. So if you're not in, I highly recommend you get in. We are growing like crazy internally. We've just added some more coaches. We've added a marriage coach um, who's a therapist by trade, does it for a living. Uh, we have her in staff now. We've got other therapists and coaches on staff. This thing is we're trying to build something that nobody else has done. And, and that is that we will be emotional, intelligent, strong men and uh, men that, that are leaders in every aspect of life. So we encourage you to connect with our team. We encourage you to connect with what we're doing here at The Empowered Man. If you are in that place where you're saying, you know what, I'm, I have not been a fucking leader and you know you need to lead, you know you need to step up, I'm encouraging you to check out what we've got going on in the VIP program, encouraging you to uh, connect with our team in the VIP or in the Empowered Man group. It's empoweredman.co slash group, and uh, you should definitely join us, and we'll go from there. Andrew, thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate it. Uh, look forward to our continued chats and uh, discussions uh, on the topic of leadership. For sure. Can't wait. Thanks, man. Hey, if what you heard today really resonated with you and you want to connect with me, then here's what I want you to do. Pull out your phone right now and go to empoweredman.co slash group. That's empoweredman.co, not com, .co slash group. So you can join our free Facebook group and connect with me there. We also have a ton of free content and trainings in that group to help you when you join. So until then, this is Mark signing off on Empowered AF.